It's Clico Vision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Yo. Yo. It's episode three. <laughs> Yo, episode three though. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck we gonna do this week? Um, talk a lot of shit as usual. Argue. Uh, there's a, there's kind of a lot to discuss, so, like, I don't even know how much room we're gonna have for music. I know some fans might be pissed, but if we get, like, long-winded with the segments and shit... I, I have no problem with it. I don't, I don't mind taking a, a, a day off from DJing. fucking guy. <laughs> Lazy as shit. I just got done DJing last night. I'm fucking tired. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so... Fuck it. I guess we'll just see how it plays out. Uh, so, listeners, uh, you know. If you don't like the fact that there's no music, yeah. you off. can suck on this dick. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, uh, episode three, last week we touched on a couple hot button issues. Got some nice uh, fan participation. We established the fact that you absolutely hate the entire backpacker community. Yeah, uh, one of my tweets actually read, all backpackers unite and then jump off a cliff. Real fucking nice. It's real nice. It's like, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like these guys just blindly follow... Like, you know, the the long-winded, multi-syllabic... I think that's a word. I, I wouldn't even, like, refer to them as purists. I would refer to them as extremists. Because I myself, like, I, I don't like all the commercial current music. But at the same time, I'm not all about, um, let's fucking write graffiti and fucking break dance on cardboard. Yo, yeah, now I feel you. Like, and this next statement might have to be edited out, but this guy said he doesn't... Now, you say you don't like commercial music that's out right now, right? Pretty much. Who's your favorite artist right now? Currently? Period, yeah. Well, you mean of all time or like currently? Let's say currently, right now. Let me help you out. Okay. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Taylor. <laughs> Most commercial person there is is on this guy's playlist. Bitch is on fire right now. Actually, the fire's kind of died down. It fire was, definitely died. Yeah, it, it'll be back in like a year. Not even though. Yeah, but so I, you know, I get it. That's like not the same genre, even. But you know, what I mean, you fuck with Taylor because she knows how to make hits. Yeah. So why does that rule not apply to hip-hop? I mean, this is what I was thinking after our conversation last week, too. You you can make hits. You can name one Sabam Sadiq hit. Shout out to Shabam Sadiq for liking my tweet. <laughs> I'm going to tag you in this episode. Name a Shabam Sadiq hit. Name a hit from any sound-bombing album. Miss Fat Booty. I don't think that was sound bombing. That was definitely sound bombing. Oh no, you know what? That the was re- on Most Def's album. Yeah, the the remix with Ghostface was on Sound Bombing Three. All right, so that's not that's that's not you know a sound bombing album. I, I mean, Miss Fat Booty. The original is what the video was shot for. 
That shit was a hit, and I, I, I love and respect most Def, you know what I mean? Like, Quali, we seen him do live in concert uh, at Vassar that one year, like, you know what I mean? That shit uh, gained a whole new level of respect for me, but there's just so many, like, trash artists that kind of get a pass in that lane I because agree. they're true to the essence. I, I agree with that 100%. My thing is just that with some of the stuff like the, your little Uzi Verts and little Yachty's and all these guys now, this shit is not hip-hop. Like, my problem is that it's being considered hip-hop, and it's not. Right, that's a good point, though. I feel... It honestly, should be like its own separate thing. Right. Not in the same category as hip-hop. Just because they kind of rap, they kind of... Like, I wouldn't even consider, like, real, like trap house music hip-hop in some instances, depending on who's doing it, really. Yeah, I guess I, I feel where you're coming from, but then it's, it kind of goes into, like, who sets the parameters and what are the parameters, you know what I mean? Like, well, do you so have to have 316s with no singing involved to be a rapper? Like, where does, where does it get differentiated, is the question. Yeah. So, that that's why it's so hard to actually really distinguish who's in the fraternity and who's not. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Like, a, a perfect, like, example that I have is just last weekend, I was in Philly, right? For Made in America Festival. Yep. And that shit was headlined by two non-rap superstars. You know what I mean? Rihanna and Coldplay. Yeah. But throughout the day, plenty of lower-tier rappers. Yachty was there. Was he? Yeah. There was five stages. I didn't go nowhere near Yachty stage. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, <laughs> round of applause. Uh, Uzi Vert, hailing from Philly, was there. Now, the sick shit about this is Uzi, verse, oh, Uzi Vert had this shit on fire. Like these... You would hope a hometown guy could do that. Nah, ah, I'm glad you said that, because this was the heartbreaking part, right? Um... Later on in the evening, on the same stage, the biggest stage at the festival, right in front of the fucking Rocky Steps, which is dope in itself. Yes, Khaled was on. And uh, he brought out Freeway and the Young Gunners, right? Mm -hmm. So Freeway jumped straight into what we do is wrong. You know Were what you mean? watching this or were you at the Little Yachty stage? At nah, nah, nah. I bailed on Yachty. This, I came directly from Travis Scott's stage, which was a fucking crazy psychotic adventure in itself mm -hmm. but so Khaled's out there he's playing all his hits and shit then he's like Philly I got something special for y'all you know how Khaled talks the way only Khaled can talk yeah. he'd be like Philadelphia <laughs> I'm, I'm the a, best that ever did I'm it. a fuck boy <laughs> yo so Free comes out I'm mad hype now just so everyone knows we're recording this September 10th it's my birthday I'm 33 today right so I'm out there Surrounded by like 18 year olds. I'm going crazy. I'm rapping every word freeway saying I look around people are like yawning and shit. I'm like, are you serious? Yo, and this is Philly's own. You know what I mean? Like that's that's terrible. This is like <laughs> probably like five hours after Uzi Vert literally had that same stage on fire freeways on and people are yawning and walking away that's that's insane freeway who shits and like what we do is like his hardest track ever so yeah it's like uh that shit opened my eyes to some 
some things. It's like so like this doesn't upset you to see stuff. No, like that. that definitely. That's upset. heartbreaking. Literally, I felt bad for the guy because the crowd, like you go from a sea of people literally jumping up and down to a sea of people standing there in silence. The worst part about it is, is I saw your video footage and this guy, Little Uzi Vert, was not even spitting his fucking verses or anything. He was literally ad-libbing behind his song being played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say shit. And, and that same vein, which is fucked up, is at least, I gotta give him some credit, which I know you hate, but at least it was obvious that he wasn't doing his shit and he was like running around having fun and shit. This fucking guy, Tory Lanez, who I was in the crowd for because he was at Travis Scott stage. I was camped out there on some real fanboy shit. <laughs> uh, this guy, Tory Lanez, was literally lip syncing on some like Soul Train Saturday morning shit, like pretending to sing. I'm like, yo, he is clearly not singing. Like at least wow. Uzi was just running around having fun. Like Tory got the mic to his face, moving his lips and shit. And it's like, Obvious he's not saying. That's that, that shouldn't be allowed, man. Like, the, see, we live in a world today where, like, this is, for some reason, this is made acceptable. Like, artists can get away with pulling a fast one on us, I feel. The biggest thing that I took away from this festival, besides Coldplay being amazing, which I already knew, some people might call me a fucking homo for that, but they're a last band, they're mad talented. Yeah. Um, is that like, yo, it's literally all about this party shit nowadays. You know what I mean? These guys were not saying shit. I sat through Uzi Vert. This guy fucking, uh, Cardi something? <laughs> Cash Cardi? I don't even fucking know who he is. Tory Lane. Um, you know, mad shit. And I, I even, I kind of fuck with Tory Lanez. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, nah, like, that, that song that he got out now is ridiculous. Like, I every time, shit. Yeah, every time I put yeah, it on. this fire. Yo, this another, this another cool thing about Tory Lanez, though. This guy didn't even sing that shit. This guy was going, like, on some hard shit. Straight, like, crowd surfing. Standing on people's necks and shit. <laughs> no bullshit. I was like, yo, if he comes over here and tries to stand on my neck, it's going to be a problem. This guy's <laughs> falling to the ground. Um, so yeah, but it was all about that party shit, you know what I mean? Like, lyrics, Freeway was just like, yawned at, you know what I mean? It's sad. Yeah, it is sad, but, um, what are you gonna do? You know, like, I guess that's just the way that the, the genre is going in right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that festival was a fucking, that shit was amazing, man, you should've came, you know, like, two full 12-hour days of just music. And Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was fire. I would have definitely caught a rape charge in that bitch from the I don't know. I you probably, probably wouldn't even been a rape charge. Might have even been like consensual. <laughs> it was just like the summer of love. <laughs> there was bitches out there in like bathing suits and shit. You know what I mean? It was on some like free spirit shit. I feel like five out of ten people were rolling their face off. Like, no bullshit. I definitely need to go and bring that banana hammock next time. Yeah, you should. Straight Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, that's one one big takeaway from that festival. The other big takeaway has to be this guy, Travis Scott. What's your thoughts on Travis Scott? Um, again, I feel like his shit should be categorized as something else, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Like, I've, I fucked with some of it. I've seen it get some positive results, and it doesn't—it doesn't sound terrible to me. 
Me personally, I think that shit sounds sonically amazing. No, I agree. I <laughs> and agree. that's just like riding in the car. That shit gets me kind of hype and shit. Being at this guy's show, literally, I went there with my wife. She almost died. <laughs> like I had to drag her out by her feet through 40,000 people on some caveman shit because she was getting lost in the mosh pit. I didn't know they moshed that rap concert. Well, apparently so. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's when it's like when someone comes at me with some like, yo, company flow is real hip hop. I'm like, yo, these guys suck, yo. Dilated people suck. Yeah, no, Little not- brother. You did a mixtape with little brother. I fucked with little brother. Suck. Nah, they you 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 never gave them a chance. They're they're not bad at all. Like they're not really appealing, but they then make. You just said it yourself, then that's it. They're not appealing. Nah, but they make solid music. For someone who's a hip hop head, like you don't need to be a fucking grade A backpacker to appreciate it. Like it's solid hip hop. I feel like the only song they had that I fucked with Kanye produced. You know what I mean? Like, you know what's funny too is I didn't even fuck with them until I did that mixtape. Right. So is there any influence in that? Like any bias? Like, oh, they, 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 no, they did I, my tape. No, no, like no. I wouldn't even say that because it gave me a chance to get educated about their music. In order to put a project like that together, you gotta, you gotta have some sort of idea of what songs they've made and. Uh, just a little bit of, of background on them, and, and I was able to experience that by putting that mixtape together. It was a learning experience for me more than anything, and and you learned that they didn't suck. Yeah, they they weren't bad. I mean, I went into it like I didn't really fuck with them to begin with. I never even really gave them a chance just because of the reasons that you said. Oh, they're fucking they're they're in that dilated people's class, which I don't go nuts about, but I I can appreciate some of it. But I feel like half of these guys can't even ride a beat. Which no, is little like, brother can. Little brother can. Alright, maybe they can. I'ma be a hundred. I never listen to shit they made except that shit Kanye produced. And even that, it was like, yo, I don't fuck with what they're saying. Like the beat is hot. You know what I mean? Like I need to like feel you. You know what I mean? I need to feel some energy. I need to like feel where you're coming from. Like all that other extra shit, like trying too hard type shit. I feel like there is a fine line between trying too hard and just being true to being an artist. But this is the thing, right? I feel like rap, hip hop started out right in the park. That's <laughs> what MC Stan and one of them motherfuckers said. Like the bridge was never over. We left our mark. <laughs> oh yeah. If you listen to that, it's not like yo. Let me say some like fucking shit I gotta go to a thesaurus for like no they're on some like let me make this shit bounce on the beat and let me say some slick ass shit it's always been about like bragging you know what I mean that's what hip hop is yeah. about so these fucks come out of nowhere and, and change it to no hip hop is about how lyrical you are and shit like that whereas nobody that founded hip hop was lyrical it was all about like being cooler than the next person you know what too I was thinking about this the other day we live in a day and age where, where half-ass artists are, are being accepted, and I think part of the reason for that is because, for me, it starts with American Idol. You have people who go on there, they get shitted on, and then you have people who go on there for comic relief. Now, somewhere along the lines, the comic relief became part of the entertainment. 
which is now trickled down into the music that we listen to now, which sounds no better than your fucking comedy relief guy on fucking American Idol. Ah, uh, alright. Take that Ice JJ Fish guy, for example. You know who I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's fucking terrible. That shit is hilarious, though. Right. But the problem is, is people don't know where to separate it from being a joke and it being actual good music. But I don't think anyone, like, appreciates him as an artist. I think it's strictly, like, Weird Al type shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I thought Weird Al went platinum. I know. I don't know. I, I think in this day and age, they are lost. It's, it's entertainment to them. They're not looking at it as garbage and good music. They're, they're not separating the two. This guy, Ice JJ Fish, is dead smack in the middle and is getting pulled in. He could be pulled in either direction depending on who is making that decision. Yeah, I don't. I, basically, what I think it boils down to is the accessibility to make music has changed. That too. So it's like it doesn't cost thousands of dollars for equipment. And the wrong people are making it. I wouldn't even say the wrong people. I would say just give more people. So you get more perspectives. And me personally, I like the different perspectives. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want it to all sound the same. I like a change of pace. No, I, I get it, and that that's cool. I just it just makes me really look at today's society and realize how fucking stupid we are as people to be accepting to such effortless garbage being shoved down our throats and us liking it it's well here's my take on that though right because i feel like you're kind of touching on a point that i agree with society has Can I have changed a bottle of clico please short thing chief <laughs> <laughs> society has changed in in the, in the um respect of like everything no one has patience you know what i mean everything is on demand right even with my kids these kids watch TV on Amazon, on Netflix, on Hulu. I fuck around putting Nick Jr. on and a commercial comes on, they lose their mind. Because they're not <laughs> used to, like, waiting for shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, in that respect, I feel like um, just our society at large is, like, everything is on demand now. You know what I mean? Give it to me now type shit. So, it's like... The same goes for artists. Like, people aren't, like, taking time to perfect their craft. They're not taking time to perfect their mixes. They're just, like, recording, putting it out. Like, yeah. yo, some of these hooks, like, you don't even know what they're saying. And some of it might just literally be, like, what we would call a reference track back in the day. Yeah. And they're like, yo, we got to get it out. We got to get it out. And that, that's actually designer in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you see the news on this guy? No, nah, I, I saw something, a picture of him pop up in my feed. I didn't read it, That's though. fucking guy. Is, it, is he that guy for He's the not this guy. He's oh. not this guy. Because <laughs> it's not even funny. I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what the circumstances are, but apparently he's facing, like, felony weapons and drug charges. Surprise, surprise. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you just got picked up by Kanye. a, a music <laughs> mogul. You have, like, a platinum song out where people don't even go platinum anymore, and kanye just hopped on his remix for that timmy turner shit too i saw oh did he really mm -hmm. so it's like yo you got the world world is your oyster <laughs> and why do you have a gun you know what i mean like yeah i would i like i feel like this is where keeping it real goes wrong exactly. i would definitely have like three armed licensed people with me 
It's so funny to hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. We hop in the DeLorean. We go 88 miles an hour and go back to like, oh, one, two, three, four. That's not me. But that's what I'm saying. These, you kids out there got to realize before it's too late. Like, that shit is stupid. You know what I mean? Same thing you got. uh, I just saw the, what the fuck's his name? The Shmoney Fox. Bobby Schmurter. Yeah. The Shmoney Fox. (laughs) Shmoney Fox is doing seven years. That's it? That's still, yes, that's it. This guy got like conspiracy charges and everything. Yeah, I think, all right, he got a good lawyer, I guess, but still, seven years. I think they said he'll do five because they're already been in there like two. But like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't understand it. Keeping it real goes wrong every time. Yeah, it definitely does. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I remember having saying in a rap no matter how much loot i get i'm staying in the projects yep <laughs> when i was little i was like yeah shit is mad cool now as a grown man i'm like are you fucking kidding me well, give that... me any money i'm getting out well yeah i mean he much respect to havoc but he absolutely contradicted that oh no statement. he got the fuck out <laughs> he got the fuck out this guy had like the infamous mansion in long island or some shit <laughs> he got by, out he by got album out. three he was out the yeah, hood. yeah, yeah. but still i he should have been out by album two. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure they. He might, maybe he was. I, mean, I don't think I don't he know. was. I don't think he was. I, I just was. know that they they recorded that Get Mine video at their fucking uh, house in Long Island, and they shot the murder music movie there too. Oh, or? hell yeah. Yeah, nah. As soon as I got like an advance, I'd be gone. <laughs> like fuck you, not fuck you to the people, but fuck you to this uh, environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? Music or no music? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking anxious. no music, but we'll, 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 we'll take a little intermission here. What the fuck does that consist of? <laughs> you are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip-hop. Yo. Yo. It's that time. Oh, yeah. Everybody's favorite fucking segment of the week. It's time for... This fucking guy, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Come on, man, are you serious? Nah, I'm just fucking. Oh. Right. <laughs> I was about to say three in a yeah, row. Oh yeah, that's a fucking hat trick. Yo, <laughs> nah, this one's actually coming from south of the border. <laughs> this week's this fucking guy. I guess I should start out by saying on a somber note, R.I.P. To this fucking guy. R.I.P. to you, fucking guy. This week's this fucking guy goes out to Miguel Angel Gomar de Luna <laughs> from a little from a little town in Mexico called Chihuahua. Are you serious? Dead there's ass. a place named Chihuahua. No, dead ass. That, yeah, there's a place named Chihuahua where Miguel Angel is from. Now, poor Miguel back in. This is kind of an old story, but it just floated to the surface, right? Mm-hmm. Back in February, poor Miguel's family was notified that he had escaped from his retirement home. And uh, after, like, weeks trying to pursue Miguel, no luck, right? So they concluded, damn, Miguel must be dead, yo. Now, once again, RIP to Miguel and all his family. Police were able to find a body that it was kind of in bad shape. So, but they almost fit the description of Miguel. 
So they uh, notified his family, his daughter, was showing the pictures of the corpse, and was told, like, you know, if you don't confirm this is your dad's body, then we're not going to be able to release it to the family. We won't be able to have the services for his, you know, funeral, things of that nature. But she was like, all right, well, kind of looks like my, my pops. Like, that must be Miguel. So they have a funeral for this guy, cremate the body, and, you know, that's the end of Miguel Angel de Luna, as we all know it. Or so we think, right? I, I was waiting for the catch. <laughs> or so we think. I was waiting. Think. Like, I, I was veering off into space for a minute there. Now, a couple months later, the family gets a phone call saying, we may have found Miguel Angel. <laughs> the person that we cremated may not have been your father. Okay. So what happened is fucking Miguel Angel strolls into his family's house two months later, uh-huh. still drunk from a three-month-long bender, <laughs> alive and well. <laughs> what? Bandages all over his head, open wounds. <laughs> Lord only knows what this fucking guy's been through in Chihuahua. <laughs> and he walks in and he's a lot. Wow. So there's video of this guy, which we're gonna tweet out later at Cleco underscore vision. At Bumps Hollywood, not Don Nas. There's video of a still drunk Miguel slurring, saying, They thought I was dead, but I just walk and I walk. <laughs> So this fucking guy was not only alive and well, while I don't even know whose body was just cremated. You know what I mean? Like some that was just brushed under the rug. Some random hobo, R.I.P. to the hobo now, has been (laughs) cremated, and you know his family is without any kind of closure. But Miguel Angel over here (laughs) was out playing grab ass for three months at Chihuahua, drunk off his fucking ass. Sounds like the life I need to live. It sounds like working and shit, right? Yeah, no. Nah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like it could be this week's Don Knotts of the week, <laughs> which is gonna be a segment going forward. <laughs> so yeah, um, what the fuck possesses a guy, seventy-four years old, to wander out into the freezing cold and go on a three-month bender and lose contact with everyone? Freezing cold in Mexico? Oh, it was freezing. What? Yeah, it was freezing cold. How, how it was like 30 degrees in Mexico and Mexico that's really possible I'm gonna have to double check my source <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right it might have been 75 it might have been, it might have been 75 it might have been a balmy 75 degrees and Miguel's out there in flip flops <laughs> um but I don't know this report says after months of searching for him in the cold winter months maybe our cold winter months but I'm, was, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was probably frigid out there. <laughs> like left wrist all frigid. Left wrist all frigid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up Mexico's coldest temperatures. All right, well we don't have time for fucking research. But, yeah, 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 that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. But so yeah, this week's fucking guy goes out to a grandfather, a father, a husband, a fucking wandering soul who decided. I'm gonna drink the tequila, eat the worm, 
wander out this old folks home. I've had it with Parcheesi with you fucks. I need to go live the life I was born to live. I'm going to get some fucking hookers. I'm going to go do some lines of coke. I'm going to sleep in alleys for three months. Corey Cogan. But, uh, yeah. So, this week's, this fucking guy goes out to Miguel Angel Gomar de Luna. Adios, Omar.